so it's saying that we're like breaking God's law, right? Mm -hmm. So it makes you question, like, well, it says that we're free. Jesus like completed the law, like in Himself, that whole thing. So it goes on to say, but the one who continues sinning hasn't seen him with discernment or known him by intimate experience. So the greater revelation we have of Jesus, the more victory we're going to have over sin. That's pretty much what it's saying, right? So instead of trying harder not to sin, as we have a greater revelation of Jesus, then we're actually having victory like over sin. So are you reading the scripture? No, I'm recording you. Dude, don't do that. What are you doing? <laughs> it's it's creating a transcript of your message. Oh, my God. And so... Uh, oh, wow. Sh- you can see I the words show up. I shouldn't have asked. <laughs> so, uh, and then it goes on. Are you following me so far? Yeah. Okay, so then it goes on to say, but the one who indulges in a sinful life wow. is of that? the devil, because the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God was revealed was to undo and destroy the works of the devil. Amen. Right? So I think in in my immaturity when I was younger, I used to think Jesus destroying the works of the devil was the devil preventing me from getting a new car or the devil preventing me from getting what I wanted. And I was like, I need to fight against the enemy and resist him so I can get everything that God has for me. And that's not the way that it works. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so uh, that scripture reminded me of this scripture. I'm going to read really fast. Because it's highlighted. So in 1 Peter 5, 8, it says, Be well balanced and alert, because your enemy, the devil, roams around incessantly like a roaring lion for its Pray to devour. Yeah, we talked about it a couple days ago at the shop. Is that why I heard it? Yeah, probably. Okay. No, because you're a good Christian. That's why you yeah. heard it. <laughs> the and Holy it, Spirit was reminding you. Yes. So it says, take a decisive stand against him and resist his every attack. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So it says, Jesus like, came to conquer the works of the enemy. And it was saying in 1 John 3, so as we're focusing on Jesus... It's actually making us more Christ-like. That's how we have the ability to not sin. Not through trying harder, which was the old law, and we'll get to the new law in a minute, but through the old law, like we were trying to do it in our own strength, but it's seen as we're keeping our eyes on Jesus. As we have a greater revelation of Jesus, it actually gives us victory over sin, right? I get it. Which is living for self and thinking about self and judging other people, which is keeping us bound to this world, which is actually what we deserve. Mm-hmm. But through faith in Christ, we're actually experiencing the kingdom. We're experiencing the Holy Spirit's realm, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. So it says, I love this because it's talking about how we like uh, take a stand against him and resist his every attack. And it says the way that we do it is with strong, vigorous faith. Mm-hmm. Isn't that rad? Yes. So how do we resist the enemy? Strong, vigorous faith. Right, and then it, and the what next. What does that mean? What's that? What, what does that mean? So it, the thing that I felt like God was saying about this is, we can be like, okay, I'm owed something from Jesus, so I'm going to use Him to make sure the enemy is not ripping me off, and that is not at all what the Scripture is saying. The next Scripture says, "For you know that your believing brothers and sisters around the world are experiencing the same kind of troubles you endure." So it's saying, don't you dare start protecting and living for yourself 
you continue to trust Jesus, which is how you'll have victory over the enemy. Because the way the enemy consumes us mm -hmm. is by us coming out of belief mm -hmm. and getting stuck in this realm so we're useless to the plans mm -hmm. and the purposes of God. Get stuck in our own ability. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Our own ability, our own judgments, our own anything that's keeping us out of the presence of God. Well, keeping us focused on ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. Which our becomes which a prison of me. Exactly. But yep. then deciphering between the needs of myself and God's will. All you, God knows your needs. So I so, don't know my needs though. But God does. Yeah. So 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 in, in, in that, in my opinion, never mind. Share it. <laughs> is that when we stop looking towards our needs and look towards the other person's needs that God has put in our life. Or in this particular scripture, he's talking about in the world. So when we're also looking out for those others, you know, whether they're in another country or they're, or they're your relative or family member or something like that that God has you attached to, and we're looking out for their needs more than we're looking out for ours, then our needs get met by other people looking out for our needs. Oh. Yeah, for sure. So it, so it's that group effort of us looking out for everybody else first, not ourselves, that then other people that are looking out for others, like us, looking out for others, they're looking out for us through the Holy Spirit. And so we become a daisy chain of... That sounds of, like a big pay it forward. Right. Correct. Well, it's basically yeah. one of the things that God was showing me about the wedding, that's in a couple hours, is it's the, a love circle. And that's exactly what it is. The father lays down his life, the son, sons they know, that, that whole, and we've been invited into that love circle. So in order for us to experience God's love, we have to be willing to lay down our lives and trust God with us instead of trying to love ourselves. You know what I'm saying? So we're having to trust as we're living for God's glory, his best interests, is better than what we can even want or need for ourselves, which is exactly what we're all experiencing. We're like, okay, God, I'm trusting you, and what you want for me is better than what I want for myself. And me seeking it, I'm not going to come any closer to it, but as I'm trusting you, I'm getting a greater revelation of Jesus and the grace that's accessible because of what he's done. Right. right? But then actually taking the step, like, you trust in Jesus, but then there's a disconnect between that and your actions like how do i know this step is god's will for my life right, you know and actually taking that step yeah the holy spirit one of the cool things this is talking about though is it's talking about mm -hmm. that the new command that we're under and it's talking about love and the picture god was giving me is the mindsets and the things like you were talking about the prison cell of self that's keeping us trapped to this reality to where we're not free to be led by the Holy Spirit. It's not because the Holy Spirit's not here and he doesn't want to lead us. It's because of the mindsets that we've agreed with that are preventing the Holy Spirit from leading us because we're choosing to agree with the enemy over God. But Jesus has come to break the works of the enemy. He's already done it. Does that make sense? Does that answer your question or no? Yeah. Like, um, last time when I was praying, God had said to me, I don't know if this makes sense, but he was all like, where the enemy tries to attack me where I gain control. Say it again. Where the enemy tries to attack is where God gains control. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, how though? Like, when you're trusting Jesus with what the enemy is trying to attack you with, is where yes. Jesus will come in and, like, have control over that. 
Yep, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. So we're having to relinquish control right. in order to realize God is yeah, in not control. Yeah, not my I don't yep. need control. For sure. God. No, that totally makes sense. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, it's also like when that when the enemy's attacking you and you take it to God, he it's like counterproductive for the enemy. Yeah. Like because if you're going to continually take it to God, he's like, well, I'm just pushing them closer. I got to find another scheme. That's exactly you right. know because yeah. it's just he's just like, well, this isn't working. Uh, every time every time I do this, you just ask God. That's just pushing her closer to Him. Yeah. Right. So it's like he becomes ineffective in your life in a sense. Yeah. And so you know. That's funny. Like as I align things in my life with God's will, mm-hmm. like old past things that used to set me off for coming up. Right. And sure. I'm having to, to give those to him as well. Well, I think that's kind of the, one of the, the messages in this scripture is God won't allow us to get past old agreements. Because yeah. one of the things that we've talked about before is sin, time doesn't remove sin, only the blood of Jesus. And a lot of the times we want to move on and God's like, you're not going anywhere because you don't realize you're in a bear trap right now, you know, and you're going to get frustrated trying to move forward and you're not going anywhere and just face it and humble yourself. Trust me so I can expose what it is that was trapping you so you can plead the blood of Jesus so you can experience the grace and the freedom to move forward. And that's frustrating for us. You know what I mean? But the way that God does it is he exposes agreements from our past so we can repent from those things and receive freedom in those areas so we can move forward. We're in you bear know? traps that are in bear traps that are in bear traps. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's true. That's why we need the Holy Spirit to lead yeah. us into all truth. Okay, so the next scripture is, here is how God's children can be clearly distinguished from the children of the evil one. Anyone who does not demonstrate righteousness and show love to fellow believers is not living with God as his source. Say that again. Did you get that? Yeah. Say that again. So it says, the difference that between believers and non-believers, the children of God and the children of Satan, is it says, anyone who does not demonstrate righteousness, so he's talking about sin, you know, so it's saying if you're still sinning, and it's talking about specifically loving other people, and it's saying, uh, and show love to fellow believers is not living with God as his source. So it's saying, if you're, and then First John 4, in the next chapter, it's saying, if you say you love God, this is what we've been talking about at the shop, and you have hatred towards another brother, you're a liar. Yeah. And that is a hard freaking truth. Because right. we can pretend to be amazing Christians and fasting and doing all these awesome things, and God's like, it means nothing to me, because without love, it's not going to produce any fruit. You know? So, uh, I'm going to go down here a little bit. And it says, so these are his commands. Wait, where DJ go? Okay. Here, bring your bagel in here. So I want to talk about the new command that we're under. Okay. Yeah, because even the ungodly loves those who love them. Yeah. Yep, exactly. So, so it says, these are his commands. So these are the commands that we're under, right? So these are his commands that we continually place our trust in the name of his son, Jesus Christ. And they, we keep loving one another just as he's commanded us so the new covenant that we're under is love 
-hmm. right? And so we've all learned we can't love in our own strength. Mm -hmm. Love is the fruit of our faith in Christ as the Holy Spirit's moving through us. Do you know what I'm saying? So what we always talk about this scripture, one of my favorite scriptures in Galatians 6, it's saying that the law is fulfilled as we carry one another's burdens. Right? So that's what it's all coming down to. As as we're standing in faith for each other, like what Kevin was talking about, that circle, we're not protecting ourselves, we're not judging others, as we're learning to trust Jesus with us so we can carry God's for love for one another, that's when we're seeing the fullness of the new covenant that we're under. That's when love can flow. So the old covenant is when they would have to follow all those rules. Yes. The new covenant is when Jesus comes, dies on the cross, and then he says, fill with the Holy Spirit, and we have to love one another, and that's our new covenant. Yes. Yep, exactly. So it's a spirit-led life as we're empowered with something we could never do before. Because Jesus gave us Exactly. Jesus died so we could be righteousness to receive the relationship with the spirit that God's always longed for us to have since the garden. Oh, okay. So apart from the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is love, you know? Mm -hmm. So as we're agreeing, we're putting our faith in Christ, we're actually allowing the Holy Spirit to manifest in us and through us, which is the, how the kingdom is going to advance. The kingdom is in here now, the kingdom, not... Right. Well, and in reality, Jesus said the kingdom is in you. Mm -hmm. So if I'm not seeing the kingdom manifest and take territory, it's because of something that's going on in here, not because of something that's on the outside. You know? yep. And so... Just to make it practical, something that God was showing me like uh, later in the week is I was seeing like uh, this guy that I absolutely love to death. And uh, he came to me at the shop, this was like years ago. He came to me and he was like, hey, I just want you to know I'm kind of feeling judgment like at the shop. Like I don't really feel welcome there. And I just kind of, I'm just kind of feeling judgment lately. And so we talked after the group and I'm like like no shit you know what I'm saying I'm like there's people coming in there that are carrying some super gnarly crap and I said don't you dare start agreeing with judgment and I said because it's going to blow you out of the taxi shop I told him mm -hmm. if you start agreeing with that because judgment causes you to feel judged which justifies sure. judging other right. people mm -hmm. right right, right. Right? Yeah. right? You just take on it. You just take and it on. I, and I'm all, dude, it's a word of knowledge. That means you stand in faith for people to get. I'm not saying that you're wrong. You're right. There's judgment at the shop. Like, yeah. no crap. You know what I'm saying? Right. People are coming in with some heavy stuff. Yeah. You feel it. And, dude, God showed me that night he's going to get blown out. And I love him to death. And God said, don't chase him down. You just be here with open arms for him, you know? And it's so. And it's so heartbreaking because that was a couple of years ago. And when I was praying, God brought him up the other day. And he's just kind of like in the world now. Like he's focused on the world. He's focused on making money. He's doing okay. He's not like smoking crack or anything. But I, I mean, oh man. And God was using him in such a powerful way. And that one thought of him agreeing, like, I kind of feel judged brought in hell into his life to where he just got stuck and it was so heartbreaking and it was so like uh, convicting at the same time because God was like 
So you looking at him and his circumstance now that he's not in fellowship, and I don't care if it's at the tattoo shop or anywhere else, I just want to see him producing fruit for sure, the kingdom sure. right. and walking in God's love for him. And God was like, so are you going to judge him because of where he's at? Or are you going to stand in faith for him so he can experience my love through you? And it was super convicting because I was like, oh, crap. I didn't even know maybe I was judging him. And that's how the enemy's been trying to keep me out of rejoicing in what God's doing in his life so I can invite him back into God's love for him. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, what did you say? Nothing. And then Blaze ended up coming back. (laughs) 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 It was me. It was me the whole time. All right. Except I was uh, smoking crack. <laughs> yeah, he found me under the bridge, and I was like, "Dude, we gotta go." I sold it. To <laughs> him. Yeah, seriously, like, no joke. <laughs> so, did that all make sense? Yeah. Really? No, really good. Awesome. <laughs> cool. So, uh, Lord, I just thank you, God, for just uh, continuing to reveal to us your plan and your purpose, and just what you're doing and what you're inviting us into, God. And I just pray, Lord, just uh, any chains, God, that have tried to keep us bound to this world, Lord, and this reality, God. I just pray, Holy Spirit, would you just expose, God, any judgments, Lord, towards any other people, God? Would you expose any judgments, Lord, towards ourselves, God? Where we've deemed ourselves unworthy or we've deemed ourselves just uh, disqualified from your grace, God. I thank you that you are setting us free. That's what I was seeing in the picture. I've seen people bound, but God was coming along me. He was like, will you just look to me? Will you just trust in me? And I saw him breaking those chains. And we were being released like children into the kingdom to carry his love. And Lord, I thank you for the, what you are doing in our lives, God. Thank you for breaking those chains of judgment, Father. And we just receive it this morning in Jesus' name, God. I thank you for continuing, Lord, to fill us with your love that the people around us will experience, God. And I just pray if we've disqualified anybody around us, God, because we've made their sin or their circumstances bigger than your grace and your faithfulness, God. Would you bring us back into that reality and into that truth, Lord? So picture that you're walking up to the Father. We're just entering into your presence, Father, through our faith in your Son, Lord. And I want you to picture just Father God handing you a heart. And he's saying, I'm sharing my love with you. And then just picture there's a name on that heart and ask him who it's for.